Welcome to the Candidate Experience Talks, a 15-minute deep dive where we explore real-life candidate experience tactics through honest talks with experts in recruitment and talent acquisition. With me, Sima Vanessankel, let's go! In this episode, Tommy describes himself as a raging tech recruiter who got tired of organizations spending money on search and paying for job ads instead of spending money on their own talent acquisition function. His dog days are now over as he founded Talent Journey, a talent attraction and tech recruitment consultancy firm aiming to leverage candidate experience, diversity and inclusion for the tech industry. Today, he'll tell you how he helped some of the most successful tech brands from being unattractive employers to being the most attractive. Hey, Tommy, and welcome to the Candidate Experience Talks podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and thanks for having you. And uh, the first question I wanted to ask you is, uh, talking to you, you're often referring to talent attraction Talent attraction, talent attraction, talent attraction. Yes. Can you please explain, because I know you think that talent attraction is very important. Uh, yes. So uh, basically, to summarize it, it's the ability to have the desired talent turn to you instead of you chasing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so but how, can, how can one achieve that? <laughs> Uh, that's a number of uh, things that you need to do and it's especially a combination of efforts that uh, has to do with the talent acquisition function with marketing and preferably also with leadership Um, you have pretty much have to decide to um, be more proactive uh, with your talent attraction and talent acquisition to begin with Uh, um, the counterpart being like uh, someone quits, uh, let's start up uh, a process to uh, uh, find a new person for that vacancy. Uh, this is more from the e-commerce kind of side uh, that you want to establish a relationship with potential fans, uh, spread awareness about your employer brand, not to everyone, but to the customer base slash candidate base that you actually want to attract to your company in the long run. Yeah, but uh, sorry for interrupting here, but I mean, talent attraction, you're working with, with, with tech recruiting. It's like King, Boyado, Net and Full Damage. Aren't those like super sexy? Aren't, aren't candidates striving to work there? Uh, yes, some or some, a lot of them do. You mentioned a couple of, of our clients there and they are a bit uh, on different paths uh, when it comes to the attraction maturity. Uh, Voyard, as you mentioned, they have a lot of publicity now uh, and didn't have as much when we started working with them um, and working in different locations. That is not only Stockholm, but Norrköping and Åre has different challenges. Uh, King, definitely, they pretty much have the opposite challenge, like how to how to attract the right talent, because a lot of people are interested, as with Spotify, uh, working with King. Um, and I mean, if you get thousands and thousands and thousands of applicants, um, how do you how do you target the most relevant ones or the the ones that will be the best culture uh, enablers and the most technical um, sorted kind of talents that you need for your project at the moment? Yeah. So so let's get back to talent attraction, just so I understand. Talent attraction is the process of having 
candidates striving to work with you. Uh, can, you can, can you have any like examples? Okay, so for instance, uh, we all know search, right? That's uh, the magical word yeah. that all uh, put, um, all of the clients use. Like our pipelines are empty, or we can't find this uh, superhuman that really doesn't exist often enough. Um, <laughs> you have to you have to do the search, right? Uh, but that's again a very reactive way. Uh, so. Uh, to have a recruitment funnel or to even start the recruitment process or to have a look at the candidate experience in the recruitment process, you have to start with having someone in the pipeline for that even uh, for that even to be relevant. Uh, and we do that by a number of uh, initiatives and projects uh, that ranges from uh, checking out the SEO on the career site to work with the um, copy in ads and uh, on online channels and postings um, to establish together with the client like what is your actual target group everyone isn't a target group that you're not going to hire everyone who exactly are you trying to hire and who would you like to have in your company long term uh, and it boils down to like uh, organic traffic, paid traffic, what channels do you want to use to reach that exact target group? Um, and what needs do you have short term? Maybe you are going to, uh, that you need interns in the upcoming fall. That would be a completely different medium, perhaps, than you would. But, 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 sorry for interrupting, but isn't search a better thing then? If, if when you need the people, you just go out and search for them. Uh, that's that is a complement uh, of what we're already doing. Search will always be uh, important, but uh, as of now, it's pretty much always the only solution that a client sees when you can't when you don't fill up your pipeline, right? Uh, so instead, you want to build relationships. It's not enough just to connect with candidates or put out an ad and telling them that we are hiring at the moment. You need to build a relationship with your fans, great fans over time uh, that will convert over time because you are going to hire pretty much all the time if you're a growing company uh, instead of the constant start, stop, start, stop that comes with you reacting to when someone quits their job and you need to fill that vacancy. Mm -hmm. So talent attraction both helps with uh, like in the search phase as well, as I understand it, because you will find more people if they know about your brand, if they did hear about you before, if they've been happy with any other contact they've been in with you. Definitely. definitely. We are a huge fan of using different social channels. And uh, obviously LinkedIn is the major one, but we also use a lot of communities like people are active in Facebook groups uh, that are related to very niche kind of jobs like in gaming. Uh, but no one is pretty much active, at least in Sweden, in LinkedIn groups. So different mediums, different approach. Um, and yes, as you said, uh, once you build awareness, uh, kind of, again, depends on the company's current situation and maturity in this, uh, that will be uh, a factor for you when we call someone that is semi-cold or that is that we do search. But we also know, know who our fans are. Uh, the ones that start following us, the ones that start interacting with us, the ones that start commenting us, that's like a very good starting point. And I would hardly call that search. I mean, that's semi-warm leads, uh, as you would have mentioned that in uh, an e-commerce world. 
Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of starting a separate discussion with someone and then maybe bringing in the search in that phase when they're, okay, that, that's why, why you're talking about semi-cold or, or not cold or, or being a bit warm and a bit aware of, of the company and everything. Okay. So because because before we we started chatting, you and I, I thought like, well, the, the, the tech recruiting is the most sexy uh, part you can be in. Uh, but I, I I can understand that there are are also challenges in there, and and you you've also said that you take pride in delivering a cutting edge candidate experience, and and of course I I really love that. But what would you recommend companies that want to help their recruiters to take pride and having a cutting edge candidate experience? First of all, that's like a constant uh, online gaming bashing recruiters about this subject uh, like a lot of people believe that it's to the individual recruiter that uh, are pretty much bad at what they do and sure sometimes or a lot of times that might be the case but the truth is um, you might hear a lot from like leadership from different kind of companies that we we take care of our people we have this and this values it's really, humans are really important to us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that's more when people have already started. Uh, if you then turn to the same company and have a look, like, yeah, four or 500 employees, how many can we have on talent acquisition or people slash HR? Now you get one or two. Then you barely have the time just to survive doing the things that is necess- necessary to, um, to even get the jobs out. And let alone like do anything proactive or creative with the attraction phase. You're just basically surviving and doing chores. So that's one. Um, people and HR slash TA need still in 2021 need a better position in inside the company to leverage growth together with leadership. Do I understand you correctly? Are you saying that people in recruiting are working too operational and not too uh, in a strategic way? Yes. Uh, and again, often enough, it's not necessarily their fault. Uh, it could be a culture thing. It could be also be an, an investment thing. But attraction uh, is like the, the last couple of years that we have uh, received ca- uh, clients that actually want to pay us for that side, not just as a sidekick to tech, regular tech recruitment. Uh, and it's showing real promise. It could be we can have targets like increasing traffic to to our um, uh, social channels where we post jobs, or we can have uh, metrics that says we want to convert X amount of people uh, on our web career page. Uh, it could also be used, and it should be used for diversity and inclusion. Uh, tech, the tech industry still suffers a lot from uh, uh, having a lot of dudes in most positions, uh, but with social campaigns, with um, um, online campaigns, you can actually choose to direct your message to a specific target group, then why not target with female developers, for instance? Um, so uh, recommendations, sure, uh, you need... The recruiters need the room and and uh, pretty much uh, investments to be able to do anything. Otherwise, they, their hands are pretty much tied. Uh, but then you start from uh, from the beginning, basically. Uh, do you have an EVP? Do you have an established employer brand? Do people live the culture? Yes or no? 
if they have that, uh, we are super happy uh, that we have something to use in our communication towards the desired target group. Uh, if not, we sometimes help uh, companies bring these things up. Um, we are not a pure employer branding company, but we start with the, the staff, basically. Uh, that's where the truth com comes from and uses their information and their experience of the culture and transform that into communication towards the uh, talent market. So, so you're talking about EVP, you're talking about employer brand. That is very important when it comes to search, when it comes to talent attraction as well. Do I understand that correctly? Yeah, it is. Uh, Perhaps not. An, you don't have to have a, like a full, full-on EVP and a lot of buzzwords. Uh, the most important thing is like that you are able to get from the company what their actual culture belief that like what their actual soul is, right? So that is what you put out towards the talent market. Because again, not everyone is going to be relevant. Uh, often enough, we like to separate candidates by skill. You shouldn't. You pretty much should separate them on uh, their culture belief. Is this the place for you or not? That is where we're going to start, and that's where we start our communication. Yeah, but but is this the place for you or not? I mean, isn't that putting a lot on the recruiter? How 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 can you show that? How can you show the culture? How can you show if this is the place for 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 the candidate? Definitely, I agree. Uh, and in best case scenario, we are able to uh, collaborate with the marketing division. Uh, but again, uh, it's 2021 and it's super rare that companies let us collaborate with marketing because marketing uh, that do pretty much all the external communication should focus solely on uh, their product that the company is selling or providing. Um, so very often uh, we at Talent Journey get the, that hat as well, that we have to provide the content and we have to provide uh, the updates and so forth on social channels, uh, which is super fun. <laughs> but uh, we would really like this at least support uh, from marketing. I, 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 I know that they, like the recruiters, they, they, they're just expected to, to have so many skills, copywriting, sometimes uh, areas further away from recruiting as well and and everything so yeah so uh, I, i'm gonna wrap this up with three quick questions tommy mm -hmm. so what's your favorite hr tool uh, at the moment i have to say google analytics what's your favorite hr metric uh time to initial response okay and your favorite book slash content on talent acquisition and candidate experience Maybe HR as a whole, uh, AI HR, uh, and uh, it's Erik van Wulpen who runs that, a Dutch guy that is super, super skilled at what he does. Thanks for, for this chat, Tommy. It was a pleasure having you and, and keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. It's always fun speaking with you. Take care, man. Yeah, thanks. Have a nice day. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, join our Candidate Experience Talks community on LinkedIn, where we share exclusive guest content, discussions, and full video episodes of the show. Search for Candidate Experience Talks on LinkedIn, and you'll find the community. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app. Until next time, take care and turn those candidates into promoters. <laughs>